Hi everyone, this is Natalie and my co-host Dawn from MySerenity.com. Thanks for joining us for a monthly segment, Serenity Sunday. It's on the last Sunday of every month and it's a short spiritual forecast founded in intuition. Let us reconnect with your serenity. Hi guys, this is Natalie and I have my very good friend Dawn with me today. We're going to come at you with a new Serenity Sunday for September. We're changing things up a little bit and today we're just going to talk to you about some of the sneaky pitfalls that you may find on your spiritual journey and things that Dawn and I have both done or seen within ourselves or others. Hey everybody. So, Don, I know you and I have a kind of similar spiritual experience, um, but in some ways it's very different. I think in some of the ways that we've experienced it, we have seen and also been at fault with some of the things that we're going to talk about today. Um, the first, Absolutely. the first, first thing I'm going to say is it sounds really silly. Um, I don't know if it was like this for you, and please share with us if it was. When I first got into my spiritual path, I had a hard time saying no to huh. all the things I wanted to learn. I had a, I had such a hard time just stopping myself from taking in too much information. Yeah, definitely. But I think that what, uh, what you're talking about, I've seen that with a couple other people and, I, and definitely with myself is you can, you can easily get over information overload because you want to learn absolutely everything and anything mm -hmm. <laughs> that you mm -hmm. can get your hands on. And yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that. 100%. And it's not, we're not saying it's bad to get all the information that you want, but just like Don said, there is such a thing as information overload and for me as a person who just goes down rabbit hole after rabbit hole, um, being able to kind of stop myself from doing that has really helped me on my path over the years. I had to look at a lot of different things and then sort of decide what I was going to take from each of those, if anything, rather than trying to take everything on board. Yeah. And that's a very smart move. Uh, I think that people get really confused. I did. At the start, I got confused with what really aligned with me, what really felt like something that uh, I, I needed to learn. And I, I if, if you're jumping from topic to topic or subject to subject or reading a whole bunch of different writers or a whole bunch of watching videos, like I think I, I got sucked into the YouTube like uh, <laughs> spiritual video trap. I yeah. was there just yeah, you know what I'm talking about, the like, gotta watch this on the law of attraction, gotta watch this on <laughs> anything, anything about the universe that I'm missing, like, I want to see, I mean, if you get into that rabbit hole, like you're talking about, you can even get to the, like, really crazy conspiracy theory land, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know for Dawn, it's videos, even now, like, I bless her, I love you, Dawn, but she's always showing me YouTube videos, and I'm always sending her articles, because that's where, that's where I go, I'm always like, I want to read all of the things, she wants to watch all the things, and so between the two of us, we, we share a lot of information back and forth, but as Dawn said, it is very easy to get stuck into that trap and we just answered a question on Cora about this someone asked in conjunction to twin flames how did we decide when we had enough information or what made us stop looking 
for information on twin flames. And I believe we said something to the extent of like what we just said, once we'd found enough information that we sort of resonated with, we kind of stopped and put the brakes on a little bit and address those things before taking on any information. Yeah, absolutely. And when you, when you have all that information, like it, it becomes kind of like a whirlwind of, of information that, well, I would say, at least for me, what happened, it blocked me from being able to go in and say, okay, is am I done seeing what everybody else thinks about my experience? Is it time for me to go in and say, okay, what do I think about my experience? What am I feeling inside me? Uh, Because it it can kind of just get jarbled in there and you go, okay, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. But that like, like we always talk about this on our site about going in, you know, and finding that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a great way to put it on because you have to remember spirituality just like any other subject matter is going to entail people representing their ideas their concept their beliefs and systems which they believe are true and while there's a lot of wonderful information and wisdom out there much of what resonates as truth for me personally and there's also a lot that i had to do like don was saying go deeper searching and kind of consider the thoughtfulness to find my own truth because I believe the spiritual information out there and that those propagating it is an invitation for you to go within, do your own Mm -hmm. introspection and your own heartfelt sort of work and then determine what your truth is. Because ideally you want spirituality to be the place where you don't have to sift through a bunch of bullshit for gold. You want to rely on the wisdom of other people or, you know, your own intuition, but, all that we are we're still human we're still evolving these concepts can't be proven um it's not definitive so you have to determine what's right for you personally and it's and you're right and and it's different for everybody you know Mm -hmm. there's i've met so many different fascinating people on this planet and one thing i've always you know the the one truth so to speak is that everybody has a different story everybody has a different reason why they're here so there's always going to be information that just come it's part of what you need and then helps you find that inner truth so when someone says well i think this is this is exactly how you're supposed to do it i and i don't know about you but it's usually the more simplistic messages that i go oh yeah, that, that, that was, uh, that, that's actually what I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The more complicated, like, it's probably complicated for a reason. And I don't want to have a complicated explanation of why I want to believe in this or not that. I want something that's really simplified down so that I can build on that. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good way of yeah. putting it. You got to build on what it, you're, you know, you got to have your building blocks of, of, what's helping you to really achieve what it you're you know not really achieve but what it is you're trying to learn and grow from um mm-hmm. because it's 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 like growing outwards you got all these tendrils coming out and you're absorbing all these different types of information and you're going to you pick and choose which tendril you're really going to focus on and which one is beneficial for you at that time because it's not 
you know, that actually brings me up to another topic. It's like the, the idea of enlightenment and, mm. um, ascent and ascension, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on and- that? I think, you know, once you get into spirituality, you have to do something which I think is really important and that a lot of people fall prey to. I saw myself falling prey to it, so I immediately, like, bullshit checked myself. Catch yourself if you're riding that spiritual high horse, okay? Anytime you're going through your day and you notice that you slip into the delusion of spiritual enlightenment, that you judge someone and you think, wow, like I'm way more spiritually actualized than that person. Um, And sometimes it's going to be directed at other people um, or sometimes you're going to see it from spiritual teachers who are so enlightened and gurus. Um, For me, that was an indicator that I was buying into the ideology of enlightenment and that I still had the blinders of spiritual false consciousness on me, distorting my vision. And so anytime, and it's been a while, thankfully, but anytime I find myself on that spiritual high horse of being like, oh, I got this figured out, guys. This is the way. This is the true way, Um, which I never did. But you do sort of get into that mindset where you're like, I think I have more information than everyone else. And that's a dangerous sort of game to play is to think that you know more than anyone else or that what you know is true, more true than the, than the reality that they're living. Well, that is an ego trap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is an ego trap. Like when you tell, tell everyone what an ego trap is, Dawn, just in case they don't know. Uh, An ego trap is it's, it's, when your ego is, you're using a justification in terms kind of like uh, Natalie was saying, uh, to to justify uh, certain behaviors. In this case, an ego trap would be you're justifying yourself and your own enlightenment, your own spiritual journey by saying, I'm better than this other person because I am more uh, consciously aware. So when you do that, it's, it boosts your ego and these ego traps, they're, they, they can be sometimes hard to, hard to notice. Um, mm-hmm. Cause like we were saying earlier to reiterate back on the information kind of overload thing, a lot of people who start soaking up all the information can kind of start bypassing uh, their inner journey their inner self and then the ego is still in the background kind of like playing a part in this whole process of you soaking up this information and getting knowledge and mm-hmm. you're getting more you know you think you're getting enlightened you think you're really you know I'm really far along I'm really trucking here and <laughs> it's that in and of itself is another you know it's another bs like fucking ego trap because you is it really about um soaking up all that information and getting a bigger brain and knowledge or is it something else um so they're not noticeable but they're there what's that oh i was gonna say i think i think that sums it up perfectly like we we talked about spiritual bypassing before in an article or something and i think today we talked to someone on instagram about it but for those who are unfamiliar with it that's going to be the defense mechanism um that it looks a lot prettier than other defenses 
but it's serving the same purpose, okay? Spiritual bypass is going to shield you from the truth, and it's going to disconnect you from your feelings. It's going to help you avoid the big picture. And for me personally, it's all about checking out more than checking in. And so the difference is really subtle, so subtle that you almost don't notice it. Um, we see lots of people who think if I meditate this much and I do yoga this many days a week and I have this, you know, fruit smoothie, then like I am on my spiritual path. I am, whew, I'm on my way. Where are the answers? Why isn't my life going the way I want it? Isn't this manifesting? Like what else do I need to do? And that's what we want to try and avoid because regular defense mechanisms that we are used to encountering like drinking or um, kind of distracting yourself with video games or preoccupying yourself with self-help books and things like that or special diets or whatever fads going on we're used to seeing those but when we get into the spiritual path we think for some reason that we're above that now that's not going to happen to us we're not getting sucked into that stuff but you you can still have this defense mechanism up it just will be in the form of around your spirituality versus yeah. alcohol or, or drugs or video games or whatever else yeah which is which presents a person with another you know hurdle on their journey another something to get to get over something to learn from and it you can you can learn from going through this kind of bypassing phase you can learn a lot but you will look back at it and you go oh my gosh like what was i thinking how did <laughs> how did i yeah. think i was like, better from the guy down the road or what made me feel like i could be on such a high horse and be this person who's like oh i'm so consciously aware and you're not that is yeah. that in of itself you know it just doesn't it doesn't I guess what I want to say is it doesn't serve you in any yeah. way whatsoever um because it stops you it stops you and you get in a cycle and if you're going through a cycle like because really it's about living from the heart and mm -hmm. what this does is it has you living fully from the mind and judging people and saying, uh, I know more, I'm doing this, you're not. And I have found myself there. I found myself there. And when I, you, you will catch yourself, but eventually, eventually you'll get to that point where you're like, okay, like, doesn't really matter. Those, no. All that stuff, but it's, and it's all right. When you catch, when you catch yourself, you just gotta, you know, use that, that snap of consciousness saying, okay, wait, hold on. I, I am I am actually being really like kind of kind of a dick right now, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's why I think it's important to remember that spiritual practice and emotional growth—they're not really about achieving a particular quality of feeling good. You know, being a human being on the spiritual journey isn't about getting cash and prizes all the time. It's about being in the present moment, whatever that happens to look like. Like, what are you experiencing right now? And can you be present to all of the feelings without any of them defining you? Which brings me to my next pitfall that, again, I've seen and some other people have seen. I'm sure we've even had it on our Instagram, but we don't mean it so, so steadfastly, which is um, taking, living in the moment as a reason to not plan for the future or consider the past. A lot of what I see surrounding be present now, live in the moment, be here now. That's great. 
be here now, enjoy things now, but that doesn't mean that you can't plan for the future or you can't consider the past. Many feel as though, you know, being present means to just kind of float on the experience of now without any need to consider the past or the future. And I notice many, not all, but a lot of these people are dealing with immense challenges, whether it's in you know, money, their their house, their healthy routines, um, their path of purposeful service. And I love the moment and it's where I choose to live. But I mean the full moment where every past and future experience are merged into a singular experience. And I believe that this is what true presence means to consciously create your reality forward and backwards because they all converge right here. Yes, that's true. And I find that we talk, we talk, we also talk a lot about this, like authentic growth, like authentic self. If you're not, if you're not paying attention to what has happened to you in your past that needs to be integrated. Okay. And you're, you're saying, I'm just, my feet are planted solely here in, in this present moment. Uh, You, you know, you will stay stuck. Because those lessons, even if we're, I mean, I don't know if we should talk about this now, but if we get into like past life, you know, and genealogy and your family lineage, if we get into that, uh, you know, that in and of itself is, yes, looking into the past and that, that kind of bypassing keeps you from really truly finding your authentic self. And um, you're right. When it comes to it, we we have to be able to look forward and backward to be able to live in an integrated present. Uh, you're say- it was funny you were saying about manifestation. Uh, this is something that, you know, I think a lot of people, they think, well, if I live in the present moment, I see this a lot. I live in the present moment. I'm trying to manifest something for my future, but it's just not working. Yep. And I don't know what it is. What am I doing wrong? And it's usually, well, um, have you integrated the past or are you muddled? Um, Is there a lot of experiences keeping you from being able to actually integrate and move forward with manifesting, you know? (laughs) And so when Dom says integrate the past, what she means, I think, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is (laughs) that, you know, history we're doomed to repeat it if we don't remember it so this is kind of the same for your life you're going to be doomed to repeat your same mistakes and challenges and lessons over and over again until you fully accept what has happened accepted your part in them and taken it on board so that you can take it on board now and then use that information for future situations feelings etc but it's important that you honor where you've come from to be who you are now to know where you're going a lot of people think once they get into spirituality they're like well I don't want to talk about the past and I'm done because people think you know this is another pitfall people think that becoming enlightened means you're going to be happy all the time and I don't want to burst anyone's overly optimistic bubble here but I think it's important (laughs) that you create more exciting experiences of enlightenment than being stuck in a single emotion known as happiness as wonderful as it is I don't think that you will fully get the full spectrum of everything that we're here for if you just seek out only happiness because 
being enlightened and spiritual to me means being open to experiencing the full range of emotions without attachment to them and sort of embracing the dynamic cycles that we go through in life. Music shows us the best and vast emotions that we can experience during just a single song. And so I think it's important that we just enjoy all of those experiences and not get stuck in just one single peak, so to speak. That's right. That's true. And, you know, it's, it's funny because I, when I hear you talk about that, I also think about ascension, you know, um, people talking about ascension, like, well, you know, I got to ascend, I got to do this, I got to do that if I don't ascend. Um, this, this makes me sad, because when I, when I hear this, people, I feel like they, they feel like they're going to get left behind. Um, like mm-hmm. there's this some big thing is coming and we're all going to be jumping on it and you're going to be left behind because you didn't climb those stairs quick enough you know and mm-hmm. I feel when I when I hear that like the when I think of the ascension process in and of itself your consciousness raising up your consciousness uh so to speak that it's it's not really you know like that it's not really like I'm going to get to the top of a mountain I mean, even that in itself is like an ego trap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I get to the top of the mountain, I will be fully enlightened and fully ascended. And I mean, that's, I feel like it's a continual process because you're mm-hmm. always being presented something new to learn, something new to be, like you said earlier, integrated into your current present experience you're having. So saying, um, you know, I'm fully up here. I'm fully on my mountain. Well, you know what? That's a lonely place. It's very lonely. <laughs> it's very lonely. That's that's the the last sort of pitfall we'll talk about today. And I'm sure we'll have another episode where we talk about more pitfalls is exactly what Donna's saying. Thinking that there is a perfect place that you're going to reach. Um, I promise you, as you continue to practice spirituality and you continue to awaken to whatever your truth is and to whoever you are truly, your life in general is going to greatly change. And the challenges that have loomed for a really long time are going to seem to just fade away into distant dreams for you. So that's why I think it's important to be aware that there's no perfect place to be reached. There's no final destination to be found with spirituality. It's all right here is all within you it's in one continually happening exciting unfolding moment and it's really up to you to embrace and accept that in its fullness and not get stuck with thinking there's an unattainable place that you're trying to get that's the only way you're going to get to your truth is not to get caught up in the misconceptions and pitfalls of what i think is a really awesome journey that we're all on absolutely it is and a little crazy at times and and don't feel guilty if you know like there's no point in that if if you find yourself asking yourself like oh crap like i'm doing this i know we've i'm done, doing this we've um, done them all i've done every single yep. one that we talked about today <laughs> um, and for me that is part of the that is part of the spiritual experience that is part of the journey is doing something wrong or maybe that's not in your best interest and then being able to look back on that and go huh why was I doing that? That didn't really seem now that I'm not in that same mind 
upset. That didn't really seem to be something that I needed to do or that really had any purpose except to just make me feel better. Um, and maybe it was at the expense of, you know, your time or how you treated someone or something else. But I think being able to look back and then look within, be introspective is a huge part of the spiritual journey that Don and I talk about every single day. I think we talk about it yeah. every single day. Um, just knowing that there's, it's endless. For me, my spiritual journey is endless and I don't ever want to see the end of it. I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to know how much longer this road is. I, I hope there's no, no end to it personally. And that's enlightenment. <laughs> Being able to see exactly everything you're saying, you know, your eyes are open you've been enlightened to something you know you've gone and you've said oh I just learned something there's that light bulb moment <laughs> yeah and and that's the thing Dawn and I you know we're we're lucky we're best friends and you know our enlightenment views line up a lot but there are things that we don't agree on and there are things that we see from other people that we really agree on and then some things we don't agree on and that's what's important is that like we said at the beginning of this enlightenment and being spiritual it's all about you so it doesn't matter how I do it, it doesn't matter how Dawn does it, it doesn't matter how 10,000 followers on Instagram do it all that matters is how you do it so next time you catch yourself reveling in your or another's enlightened status just go deeper go beneath the words and concepts you know go beyond the delusion of the spiritual false consciousness and see if you can experience the reality of this moment right now. That's Thanks balance. for guys. <laughs> try to balance it out. We try. Yeah, we try. We'll see you next month. Thanks for listening. All right. And uh, follow us on all the things that we'll be telling you about right after this. Thanks. Stay connected with us on the web via our site, mysolrenity.com. Follow us on Instagram for inspirational posts at my.solrenity, on Facebook as mysolrenity. We're also on Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, and Quora. Subscribe, follow, like, and do all those things that make your soul happy.